Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's update, Pastor J.D. reminds us that we don't know what the future holds, but we do know who holds the future. Even when things don't make sense and seem chaotic, Christians can rest assured that God has everything under control. He can and will use even chaos and evil for His good and victorious plan. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 8, 2020. Sometimes the Lord will speak in that still, small voice. And you won't compete with the world and the voices in the world to get our attention. The volume has to be turned down, really turned off, so that in the quietness you can hear the voice of the Lord. You might be interested to know what He has to say to you. Well, what did the Lord say to Isaiah? He said, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Then in verses 9 through 13, God says, Okay. And He sends him, but He warns him. Why? Because what he's going to speak with his now cleansed lips, his now sanctified mouth, it's not going to be popular. Neither will it lead to repentance or revival. Instead, it will be met with dull hearts, heavy ears, and shut eyes. Then, when Isaiah asked the Lord, how long? That's a question I've been asking the Lord lately. (laughs) How long, Lord? The Lord answers Isaiah, and He says, until the cities are laid waste, and the land is utterly desolate. Dare I say, that desolation is coming, and God is looking for Isaiah's, who will say, here am I, send me. And when he finds an Isaiah, who will say, Lord, here am I, send me, then God will sanctify our lips, and He will put His words in our mouth to tell people about Jesus. 
I have to confess, again, I would be disingenuous at best, dishonest at worst, if I didn't confess that I, I found myself doing what I've done all of my life, after the election results. I remember when Obama was elected president, I was devastated. I went into a funk that lasted for two plus weeks. I was, I was kind of like, what just happened? Well this time it wasn't as bad, but it was still a little bit bad. But what was different this time was, the Lord settled my heart and redirected the focus of my attention so that my eyes were on Him. I think about what Isaiah wrote, I think it's chapter 26. He will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee. I sense that the Lord today would have me to very simply say that we would do well to get our eyes off of Trump, get our eyes off of this election, get our eyes off of this world, and refocus our eyes upon Jesus. The reason is this. <laughs> The eyes of the Lord are searching out throughout the earth to and fro, looking for Isaiah's, whose eyes are on him, hearts fully devoted to him, so that he can sanctify them, put his words on their mouths so that they can proclaim while there's still time, Jesus, Jesus. I never want to say anything that the Lord would not want me to say, and I don't want to not say what the Lord would have me to say, and I think the Lord would have me to say this. I am so thankful that the media declared Joe Biden the winner of the presidential election. Because now maybe now, now maybe, maybe, I, I sure hope so, I pray so, Maybe that's what it's going to take. Maybe now that's what it's going to take. What are you saying? Well, I, I just said it. I'll say the same thing again in a, in a different way. God's allowing it, so we'll look to Him. And not only look to Him, but when we look to Him, we have to tell others about Him. While there's still time. You know... <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. That's a miracle right there. When I don't know what to say, I just, Lord, help me here. Maybe now Christians will stop what they've been doing and start doing what they need to be doing. Do you agree with this statement? We are living at a time 
like no other, and have before us the greatest and grandest of opportunities to bring people to Jesus. And this is why God's allowing everything to happen. But see, again, the problem is we're unwilling to pick up our cross and die to ourselves and follow Him. And the reason is because we love our lives in this world too much. We're unwilling to let go of them. And in all fairness, and I'll include myself in this when I say this, we've had it too good for too long. And now (laughs) that 52-year reign of King Uzziah has come to an end. And what has also come to an end with it is all of the peace and prosperity and stability that we've known heretofore, that I've known all my life. Could it be, could it be, that the Lord is saying to every single one of us, um, are you ready yet? Do you want to go home yet? Or you'll forgive me. Do you want four more years? I'm still thinking back to last week with Elijah. One of the things that hit me was, if God had come to Elijah prior and given him a choice, okay, Elijah, here's the deal. All right, behind door number one, you're going to make Israel great again. (laughs) You're going to drain the swamp of Jezebel. Lock her up. You're going to drain the swamp of Ahab. There's going to be this, you know, great revival, and you're going to make Israel great again. Door number one. Or door number two. Um, I have this chariot over here with all the horses. And Elijah, because I, I, I know you like fire. I got lots of fire here for you. And I want to take you up to heaven. What do you want to do? That's a slam dunk. I'll take what's behind door number two. Good, because that's where you're going. Could it be that this is what the Lord is saying to His people today? What are you fighting for? My kingdom is not of this world. You you want to keep it on life support. You, You pull the plug. Is that too crass? My apologies if it is. I don't mean to be rude, but I have to speak truth. And that's the truth. This is why we do these weekly prophecy updates. It's very simple again. It's to redirect the focus of our lives onto Jesus and Jesus only. That's the purpose. Because there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. It's the name of Jesus Christ. It's the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Here's another simple way to say it. The world today, bad news. 
Jesus, good news. Is that too simple? What is the good news? The good news, the gospel, is that Jesus Christ was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day soon and very soon. That's the good news. And I, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I could use some good news right about now, right? I've often said it this way. I know it's not proper English. Please don't email me or post comments. The badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. And it's bad. It's really bad. And it's going to get really, really bad. Wow, there you go again, Pastor. Doom and gloom. Okay, fine. Doom and gloom. Death of a nation. Fight for your country. No, it's the, my kingdom is not of this world. I love America, but I don't love America more than I love Jesus. You know, we've been for several months now actually receiving testimonies from all over the world from online members, and I want to share with you two today. Such an encouragement. This comes from Elisa Gonzalez uh, on YouTube. She posted this. Hi, Brother JD. I've been listening to you for almost four years now. I love your channel, your updates, and how you keep it real <laughs> according to the Word of God. Over the years, I've laughed with you. I've cried with you. I want to thank you for all your hard work. I recently used the ABCs of salvation at my job. I work in a grocery store. This same man applauded my patience in troublesome times. I replied, it's all the Lord. Since then we talked about the Lord. He always asks me a lot of questions. I thank the Lord I've had the answers for him. I challenge him to accept Jesus. And I use the ABCs. Recently, him and his wife were saved. And yes. And he is excited and on fire for the Lord. Every time he comes into the store, he has to share something new and exciting with me. I can't tell you how amazing this truly feels. I love you, brother. God bless you and your family. I trust the Lord. Also, I'm praying for a billboard to come to my city. Guess where sure city is? Oh, uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> sure, sure could use the ABCs of salvation. <laughs> this is from an online member in Ohio. Pastor JD, I want to thank you for closing every service with the ABCs of salvation. My husband and I watch every week and thank Thanks to the ABCs, God really put it heavily on our heart to somehow reach our community. I own two juice bars, and I have some custom-made bookmarks with the ABCs of salvation put on them. I had an 82-year-old woman frequenting our shop the past three weeks who said 
She had been battling cancer. This is her fifth round. I knew she wasn't saved when I told her to keep praying, and I knew this because she just brushed it off. Last week, I noticed that she wandered over to our shelf that we have full of prayer cards and the bookmarks that I had made up, and she took a few. Well, two days ago, she came into my shop, and as I was making her a juice, she said, guess what? I said, what? And she said, I got saved. I love this part. She said, I had to ask her twice just to make sure <laughs> that I, what I was hearing. She said that she never knew. Please listen to this. She said that she never knew that you could be forgiven of your sins and asked Jesus to come into her heart. I asked her if she followed the ABC card, and she said, yes. I was so excited that I could barely get her order complete. I rejoiced with her as she said, now I know when I die that I will go to heaven. How awesome is that? You are never too old to hear the truth and get saved. We may not have enough money to buy billboards, <laughs> but a $45 investment brought another soul into the kingdom. Thank you for your boldness. It has made us bold for God too. I lay bookmarks around town when I go out. We're going to close with the ABCs of salvation. Let me preface the ABCs of salvation this way. This is just a simple, childlike way to share your faith. It's not the only way. Uh, this is really a tool that you can be equipped with to share with someone the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, that you're a sinner, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 is interesting because it sort of packages the aforementioned batter news first, <laughs> and then the good news. What's the bad news or the batter news? Oh, the bad news is, is that the wages of sin is death. We've all been sentenced to death because all have sinned. That's the bad news. Now here's the good news. The good news is that the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift that is given and only needs to be received. It's a gift that He paid for, by the way, in full. He purchased it. We didn't purchase it. If we purchase it, it's no longer a gift. It's a purchase but He purchased this gift for us, 
and offers this gift to us that he paid for. That's the A, here's the B. It's for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. As Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, it's for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen. This seals the deal. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple. It's that childlike simple. Jesus said, if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, you must become like a child with that childlike trust. You know how children are so trusting which is why we have to warn them about what we refer to as stranger danger. They're just so trusting. That's what Jesus is saying. That childlike trust. Put your trust in me. Call upon me. Believe on me. And acknowledge your sin before me. Lord, I thank you. As one cleverly quipped, We don't know what the future holds, but we know that you hold the future. And not only do you hold the future, you've told us what will happen in the future. And Lord, we thank you that in your word, well nigh one third of your word is prophecy. And that you, Jesus, are the spirit of prophecy and that all prophecy points to you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone that's here in this church service and watching online. If they don't know you, I pray that today they would surrender to you, call upon you, and be saved. I pray that today would be the day of their salvation. But Lord, moreover, for those of us who do know you, walk with you, live for you, Lord, I pray that we would heed the clarion call and hear what the Spirit would say to us, your church. Let go. Let go. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Even so, Lord, so be it. In Jesus' name, amen. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.